This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. I don't know, have you managed to have a half-decent Christmas? I have. Thank you very much. I hope you too. Um, so are there any, any good or bad news about the injuries or COVID? Any updates at all? Yeah, the, our, the boys who uh, had to isolate um, or had COVID um, are back. Means Fab, um, Virgil, Curtis, and Thiago. Thiago was the latest. He came back, trained first time yesterday with the team. Um, we have um, one young player um, was now isolating and two staff. So it's put three triggers every morning when you come in. It's like um, a little bit like a lottery. You hope it's all fine. And um, then one case and whoop, okay, um, that's the situation. But um, apart from that, we are fine. There's a lot of talk, of course, and a Premier League manager's meeting about the, the pressure on, on players with the with the fixture backlog and, and COVID, etc. Does not playing on Boxing Day help that situation for you or does it not really make that much difference? Yeah, of course. So I, I said before that the, um, the situation is uh, should not be like this. And we can discuss about that um, every year, all these kind of things. I know so many people think it's it's tradition. We wanted to play on Boxing Day. We could have played on Boxing Day, no problem at all. It was because of Leeds, obviously, the situation there. Um, so we accept that. Um, but um, then playing then 26 and 28 is just not right. And I, that's, I just say that because it's true. So, um, and I think you can find solutions for that. It's, it's not that difficult um, to, to, to play uh, football in a, in a slightly different way. Um, 26, 29, where's the problem? Some teams are doing that. United plays tonight and I'm not sure when they have the next game. Probably not the 29th, will be the 30th or whatever. So there's enough days for playing. You could play football and it just would help the players, even without COVID. And the problem is now, obviously, but some teams um, definitely have um, a proper uh, COVID problem in the moment. And then you 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 rush um, a, a smaller group of players to through two games. So it's, you need luck in these moments. And I think you should not need um, luck in, in these moments. That's the situation. We said it. Um, and very often, and yeah, and if, uh, the, the Boxing Day is never in doubt that we all want to play on Boxing Day. Actually, it's a great, it's a great fixture. Everyone loves it. Um, it's great for the people. It's great for the players. Really good for everybody. But then after that, we just we, we will not stop discussing because if we don't discuss it, it just stays like this. Maybe it stays anyway like this. But there's still, um, it's. Um, the players need help, and the help needs to come from from other from from other areas, and that means in this case now the coaches are the closest to the players, and we we have to deal with all these kind of things, and that's why we are pretty um, clear about that. Obviously, looking to the game at Stamford Bridge just briefly, you're going to need the strongest possible squad to go to Stamford Bridge. So good news on that front, I guess, in terms of the African Cup of Nations, as Mo Sadio Nabi will be available. Yeah, hopefully that's not a game in between. Huh? But we'll be playing against Leicester first, um, and um, <laughs> tomorrow. And, but they could, they would always, they would always be available uh, for that game. But they've been allowed to come a bit later. I think is that right? Yeah, true. So the news, obviously, well, that was was good. Um, uh, was really, really um, thankful for that. Um, I think it's right, but. Anyway, we needed help and we got the help there. All the clubs got the help. So it's good that the boys can play this game. And after that, yeah, they still have to go. And Leicester, as you say, that's the next challenge. 
Yeah, it is. And you saw, um, obviously, Leicester not, not in, a, in, in a perfect situation because they have obviously injuries and they have, um, I'm not sure, but probably still COVID cases, maybe now lesser. Um, but um, yeah, we played them only a, a few days ago and, and they were pretty strong in that game. And um, and yesterday they had, uh, I think when we went out for training when it was 4-0, um, and um, all of a sudden, I got uh, got a mess. I got somebody told me it's four three, and I thought, oh wow! Um, so they were obviously close, um, and they are just a good team. Um, what Brent is doing there is, is exceptional, and um, that's why it will be tricky for us, of course. But we will we will try. Thank you, Gary. We'll go for a couple from Naz, and then a couple from Carl Woodward, and that will be it for the open as it stands. Naz. Uh, hi, Jürgen. Festive greetings. Hope you had a good Christmas. Hi, thank you. Uh, Jürgen, with everything that's going on, is this the, the toughest time to be a Premier League manager with COVID, with the fixture pile-up, with everything else that's going on uh, around it? Is this the toughest season you've had as a coach in your career? Is it toughest? I don't know. So the, the, this 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 time of day is always tough, and that's that's again I can say that that's not a problem. That's what we um, what we're used to, what we know beforehand. We know in June, in July, when we have a preseason, we, we we know we have to prepare for a long, long for a long season, and part of the season is December and January. So that's how it is. Um, but of course, for some teams, even tougher than for other teams. So if you are in international football, you have six games more. If you are longer in the cup competitions, you have at least three games or at least two games more so that makes already eight in a in a really um in 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 a specific um um time and that's that's really that's really tough but it's is the toughest i'm not sure so so far so uh, we, are, we cannot we cannot really um be sure huh? um so we had now our first four cases now fifth six and seven but from staff and, and one young player uh but you never know. This morning you come in and we do the testing and then you, you stand in front of the building and you just hope that you're still fine. So because obviously uh, our players had no symptoms at all. The two staff guys um, had absolutely no symptoms. Um, means it can pretty much hit everybody. So that makes it obviously really tricky, of course, um, because you, in a moment when you get a positive test, you're out. You just sit back in the car, drive home and isolate. So that's the situation moment that makes it especially tough. That's true. Um, but other periods have, have been tough for, for, for other reasons. So we just we just deal with it. We just we try to get through it. We, we, we hope, we pray that um, things will be fine in the moment and obviously in the long term than for all of us. So it's like... At least we, we don't even know 100% which which kind of uh, variant we get. We don't uh, all the players get got yet because we, we we don't get this information as quick as as I'm not sure how quick it's possible, but it's not that you get it then directly is positive and you know immediately um, is it Delta is it Omicron whatever. Um, but it looks like in a moment because we had obviously over the last one and a half years we had other cases, and now it looks really like this is. Um, um, the symptoms when you are when you are vaccinated and when you are boosted, then you don't have any kind of symptoms, which is obviously good news as well in difficult times. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. 
with all of that and with everything that's going on, I, I saw a quote, I think, uh, uh, from you that you you fell in love with uh, your, your team again. And I wanted to just mention how much those young players performed against Leicester and how how proud are you and how positive are you for the future of, of, of the football club with all of those youngsters that are coming through? And you've got a lot of talent there that's going to be potentially first-team players in, in the next few potentially months and years, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, very happy about that. Um, we are very thankful um, um, towards the academy that, that they produce these kind of guys. Um, I think the the region we are living in and the area we're living in gives you a, a specific character um, education as well. So they are not only great footballers, they are really good, good boys as well. Uh, well educated and all this kind of things. So that's really positive. Um, and yes, the, the Leicester game was now because we, that's how I said, and that's definitely the case. Um, if the, the, the lineup of the first half would have worked out, it would have been because the players that it didn't really work out was my fault. So you have always to be really sensitive about um, how many you put in, you throw in in the same moment. Um, it was for a different reason, not really differently possible. We could have played a different lineup in the first half, but then we should, we would have had to change for the second half. Um, so we decided this way around um, that we will be slightly more experienced and stronger in the second half. That was that's what we wanted to do in the first. Um, in the, um, what was clear before the game. So we're slightly lucky that we, could, we needed the 95th minute to, to score the equalizer, but um, that's the situation we're in. That, that's we, we spoke now. I spoke now to your colleague about uh, uh, how tough the period is, and it's in these periods you you have to make decisions, and uh, and because of the things that happen during the week, and you that's obvious for the outside world, not so easy to understand. I can imagine that um, they want to see always um, the same players in their mind, the best 11 um, playing constantly, these kind of things are not not possible um, with these different tournaments which we are going through. And I really think the boys did exceptionally well. And especially what I love about it, I love, what I love about the night, first half, obviously 3-1 down and the atmosphere was now not like great, like being 5-0 up, but it was good. So the people were not angry or, or, or overly disappointed. They just thought, okay, that's now how it is. But in the first, in the second half, with the first when we when we stepped out again, uh, you could feel immediately uh, um, they want to go for it. So the crowd as well and um, create a really special atmosphere, and that's what I loved the most. And just finally, Thomas Tuchel yesterday mentioned that he thinks that the current situation with COVID fixtures, everything. He just mentioned it's not fair. And he also mentioned, you know, the five substitutes. Would you be in favour of, of the five substitutes returning? Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, look, it's... Um, I think pretty much the, a lot of teams. So if you really, so we have to put the competition our side and don't say, okay, that City has better subs than I don't know which other team than Southampton. We have better subs than Burnley or whatever. Yes, that's probably true. Whatever that means exactly, because they still uh, how it, it's Premier League and it still can cause us problems and all these kind of things. But if you talk about the quality without playing, just transfer market and all these kind of things, yeah, then that's the case. The problem is. Obviously, so this intensity for a for a, a top class football in England is definitely at the edge. Is that, is that right? At the edge. So it means 
a top class player in, in England. So plays roundabout, let me say Premier League game, 38 games. Um, cup games, two cup competitions. So even when we don't go to the final, let's just put on another five. It's 43. They have international games with their national teams because they all pretty much all of them play for their for their national teams. Nine, ten games, eight, nine, ten games a year. So you can count that. Plus Champions League games. If you the further the, the, the further you go, the more games it is. So it, it you, you come pretty quick in, a, in an area with more than fifty more than fifty games. If a, sorry? Higher. Huh? Higher. higher or higher. Sorry. So my first season here, um, we played, I think, the final again, the final. It was the 64th game, if I'm right. So, yes, now we have squads and can swap and all these kind of things. But there are some key players you can, they, they, they will not. They only get out when they are injured, pretty much. So that's how it is. And now, but but now the decision about it is made, and we, we realized again in the, in the in the managers' meeting, it was like that. The decision about it is made by by 14 clubs. So I think you need 14 votes to to change it. And there's something wrong because obviously for most of the let me as an example. Um, Burnley, I'm not sure how many players of them play international football during the, when we, when they, our players have three games, they have no game. So they play 38 Premier League games, cup games, another two, three, four, so makes it 42. So we talk about an issue what, what some clubs definitely have, some players definitely have, but it's decided by other teams. And because we make kind of a competition of it in these world, it's like, well, no, you, they are better than, than us and stuff like this. And that's that's a that's a real problem. I have to say that's a real problem because it's the right decision, especially in this moment, because you bring players back after a COVID infection or after a, an injury, and because of the games you have to play, they have to play immediately, and then they go out again because they, you cannot get them off after sixty minutes, and because you have to change others and all these kind of things. So that's a real problem. So this wonderful game is so wonderful because usually the player on the pitch are in good shape, are well-trained, have well-recovered and go for it. And that's why we love the game. But now we, we, that's, and the situation is clear. If we, if we don't do that, it's just much more difficult. And again, one example is the best league in the world and the most intense league in the world is the only league in Europe and maybe in the world, I don't know, with still three subs. And that's not right it's not but we came through until here all this but i still think we have to talk about it we have to think about it. we should change it but it's for the premier league richard master said he would like to make this decision by himself but he can't uh, because you need a vote and this vote is other clubs which other problems different problems say no we don't we don't want to have five subs and so i there's i don't see a real chance to to change it to be honest thank you nice. thank you very much Final ones in the open, a couple from Carl Woodward, and then we're going to go to the embargo section. Hello, Jürgen. Hello. Um, just going back to last week's win against Leicester, all your goals were clinically taken, composed in such a hectic game. Does that type of finish show how great your mentality of your players are, you know, to strike the balls like that? When there's so much going on around them and the atmosphere is so loud as well. Yeah, everything. So, but when you when you play here, not only for a day or so, so like for a month, for two, for three, you first and foremost get you 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 heard it before. You you had you had an atmosphere, a similar atmosphere like this, and actually we all do it. All of us, we all do it for playing in an atmosphere like Anfield can can create. And um, so, 
so special. It's not that it makes you nervous. It gives you, it, give, it just pushes you through and it gives you just an extra boost constantly. And um, actually it helps you flying. It helps you forgetting that it's really hard what you're doing here. That it's really intense and that you might, that your body might give you some signs. It's I'm done or whatever. So you can just get through all these things. Yeah, absolutely special. And, but it's not, and it helps. It's not um, hindering. Yeah, and uh, that final result at Leicester two years ago, Boxing Day, was a brilliant away performance. Was that as close to perfection as you can get away from home? It was such a powerful display. And because of Leicester's last two results, they're going to be hurting tomorrow. Do you think you're going to need something like that tomorrow as well? I think we can divide it a little bit. So like this, this performance two years ago, that was after we came back from the Club World Cup from Qatar. And we had absolutely no idea how we will deal with that intensity because we played there um, two games. Um in the middle of a very intense period, so I have the travels, different climate. <laughs> Obviously, it was much warmer in Qatar than it was here. Um, you come back and we had really no idea how the boys will react. And then this reaction was absolutely special. It was one of the best away performances we, we produced since I'm, since I'm here. Uh, it was outstanding. Um, but we shouldn't now compare, and uh, the situation is, is, is clear. We have to, I expect, uh, Leicester will fight with all they have. That's how they are. Um, um, but we will go there and we, we want to go there to, to, to get a result as well. So we will fight as well. That's it. How good the game will be in the end, we will see. But um, we are going there to, to win the game, which is difficult enough. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.